what do you think would prepare the Christian for entering the business world today? I mean, that's your world. You're teaching people to enter the business world. So what do you want to make sure they hear? It's just, it, you know, it's just like what Tim said is about leading by example. Um, if we're going to teach the business, if we're going to teach about the business world, how we should behave, how we should run an organization, how we how we how we should uh, develop relationships and uh, not be judgmental. We as an institution have to lead by example. Welcome to Calvary Conversations. I'm Dr. Mike Dodds. I'm your host for today's conversation about the Christian in the business world today. Our guests today are Mr. Kevin Holman. He's the Director of Positive Influence at Chick-fil-A Lee's Summit, Missouri. And we were just talking about a whole bunch of other places that you work through the years. Dr. Jermaine Washington, Dean of the Calvary Graduate School and uh, Chair of our Business Administration Department. And Mr. Tin Hange, he's one of our Calvary Conversation hosts, Department Chair of English, but you've also had your own business there in a prior life. So, Oh yeah, I've owned a couple and I spent uh, 15 years in uh, software engineering as well. So, yep, that's... <laughs> well, glad to have you all with us today. Um, let me set a context for us. A, a couple weeks ago, the Calvary Conversation hosts, Tim and Sean and Josh and I asked our listeners to give us some feedback about Calvary Conversations. In specifics, give us some feedback about topics you'd like to hear us talk about. Here's one of the uh, individuals who responded. I don't know whether they're a Calvary student or not, but they sound like they're in school. Listen to what they said. As someone looking at a business major, I anticipate being in some kind of leadership at some point. In today's business world, it seems diversity sensitivity reigns supreme. <laughs> So how do I address issues that conflict with my worldview in a sensitive way so that I both show love and keep my job, but also stand for what I believe? Now, we're not going to address the specific issues that he's bringing up or she's bringing up in, in their context, but wow, uh, how do we even address this in our 23 to 26 minutes? But we're going to give it a noble try here. Let's begin with a, let's just start with a discussion of the environment in the business world today. Uh, specifically, what should the Christian business person expect to encounter? I mean, you're, you're, you, you should almost anticipate facing issues today in the world that make it harder for the Christian to work in the world than, say, some others. Mr. Holman, what do you encounter? What do people <laughs> encounter as a Christian? Um, as, as a Christian, I, I guess I kind of have a unique perspective. I had a a long 25-year career uh, for the Federal Reserve, very secular. Um, so operating in that environment and letting my Christian witness show, I, I had to navigate a, a little carefully, right? Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm at Chick-fil-A, well, the values that Chick-fil-A embraces, there's a lot more freedom. Right. And uh, I, I think depending upon um, the business, the owners of the business um, kind of help set those parameters of where that believer needs to navigate the channel, if it will, without getting into the, the, the choppy, dangerous waters. But, mm. but don't park the boat at the dock. You still need to journey on. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. What, what kinds of things do you see out there, Mr. Holman, just to piggyback on what you were saying there, 
uh, maybe some specifics that you see. You, I'm going beyond the specific company you're working for. Sure, for sure. sure. So just talk to somebody as they're thinking about it. Probably one of the things that 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 I have noticed um, being 65 now is um, what we what we call tolerance today has has a new definition. Um, many years ago, tolerance was um, I'm aware that that you may look different, sound different, believe different, and that's okay. We can have like we're having now a conversation. And even though we may not agree, we don't have to be disagreeable. And it seems that now in the business world, um, if someone has a different opinion, they want um, they want approval, they want um, acceptance of of their belief system to impact whatever business or thing that I'm doing without allowing me to have mine, they to have theirs, and and where we intersect in commerce or whatever, let that be the intersection without getting into all these other things. It mm. seems like we want to bring it with us. Mm. I guess the best example I could I could think of um, is uh, sports or entertainment. Um, we we pay a fee to attend a sporting event and to watch it or to see a concert. Um, we we went to see the talent and appreciate the talent that, that we're going to observe for the next couple hours, right? We didn't pay for a political mm. lecture or whatever it is. Um, and, and we used to be able to separate those very easily and it didn't bother anybody, but I that's harder to do today. Yeah, because it's it, it's entering the arena, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You were in the business world. What, what, how'd you respond to that? What should a Christian expect is the end of the world today? The business world. Yeah. Well, you know, my last job before I, I, I went overseas for eight years to work at a, at a Christian school was, uh, was in, in the field of software engineering at a, at a relatively uh, large company. And what, what I, uh, discovered there wasn't too different from what I discovered at most places is that there are a lot of uh, just very negative perceptions about Christians in general. Um, I didn't uh, uh, really bring up my faith as, as a matter of conversation for several months into uh, the last job that I had. And, and yet, you know, I built some great relationships with my coworkers it's doing a, you know, a great job. And yet when when one of my just coworkers discovered that I was a Christian, that actually sent ripples through the office. It was just not an office that where that was part of the culture. And um, um, so, you know, my personal opinion on that is that Christians need to do a lot of um, relationship building, a lot of mm. uh, uh, built bridge building. Uh, we have to remember that Christ said he did not come into the world, even though he is the judge, but he is the judge. He did mm -hmm. not come into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. And my approach was that I would, I would, I would um, show show a good example, huh. um, exactly. and 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 not spend my time uh, condemning. I'd answer questions that were posed to me, and I did, but um, overall. Uh, I, even though I had coworkers who deeply disagreed with me on matters of faith, I was very fortunate in this environment that 
it, it didn't seem to affect my um my my standing uh uh even though some of those conversations were tense and difficult i still mm. remember one once one person who plopped down in my office and said i just found out you're a christian i said okay and this person said so i'm going to hell right and i said i'll make up a name here uh hello kylie <laughs> great to see you today <laughs> and can we can we back up a notch here what's 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 going on what's the problem and yeah, and you know we ended up having a great conversation about the fact that you know i i can believe what i believe and and not have a condemning attitude toward her who doesn't believe what i believe and and so it, it just takes a lot of finesse a lot of uh, diplomacy and uh yet a firmness to live out your faith um so yeah that's that's what i would i would say i saw when was part cool. of some of my experience hey dr washington let me shift and ask you a question here uh, somebody's looking to go into the business world uh we, we i'm assuming that, that we all see the news and this student or this person contemplate whether it's a high school student wanting to go to college and they want to major in business or somebody who's in school and they're getting trained and they, they they maybe have a false perception of what the business world's like or maybe they have an accurate perception beyond those things dr washington what how, how do you what do you think would prepare the christian for entering the business world today i mean that's your world you're teaching people enter the business world so what do you want to make sure they hear it's just, it, you know, it's just like what Tim said is about leading by example. Um, if we're going to teach the business, if we're going to teach about the business world, how we should behave, how we should run an organization, how we should, how we, how we should uh, develop relationships and uh, not be judgmental. We as an institution have to lead by example, um, whether it's your department or just the institution as a whole. Because what students could see is, okay, well, this is what I'm being taught, but what I'm seeing in this institution or what I'm being what I'm seeing in in in, in this uh, university or um, organization, what have you, I'm seeing the total opposite. And that's, you know, that's that's very discouraging. So we have to we have to learn how to lead by example. So if this is if this is what we're teaching our students to, you know, to understand Christianity and understand business and how to collaborate with both, um, regardless in what organization we're in. And I'm just going to I'm just going to say a college institution because you had mentioned, you know, they want to get a college education. They have to see what we are displaying verbally in the classes. They have to see that. Because then they're like, okay, I, I, I enjoy getting an education at this place because they practice what they preach. Mm -hmm. They practice what they are teaching us. Not only they're not not only they are teaching us you know how to how to uh build relationships how to work ethically um how to make uh sound decisions how to put god first and you know whatever business matter that we have 
um, we're actually seeing that. We're seeing that in the institution that we're at. And mm -hmm. that's, and then you'll have students that's gonna buy into that. They're gonna mm -hmm. buy into it and say, they know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. They practice what they preach. I like this institution. Right. That's cool. Right. Mr. Holman, you, you, you're, you've you been out there where the rubber meets the road and you have somebody new to the organization that you're working at and you're supervising them in some form, mm -hmm. but they're new and you, you realize I, our context today is talking to the Christians. So there's a lot of people right. you train, but specifically a Christian and you go, Ooh, wow. I, I, I want to help you. What, what kinds of things have you wanted to make sure you did to prepare them to succeed in the business world? Well, I, to tag on to what Jermaine said and what Tim said, okay, I think first and foremost, as, as any leader, whether that's business, academics, whatever, um, you have to lead by example. And, and, and that is not just in the performance of your duties, but in the attitude in which you carry them out, mm. you know? Um, and and to dovetail onto what Tim said, it's all about building that relationship and trust first. You know, Peter tells us that we're we're to be ready always to give an answer for the hope that lies within us, but it's always, always with gentleness and respect. So by our behavior, we invite that question of you're a little different. What what is different? And then we can begin that dialogue of why. Well, it's these values and principles that I've found in scripture that have led me to make those kinds of decisions in my life. And they, they have always benefited me personally and in any endeavor I've done. Um, and I think for that young college student, um, being able to see the, the the, the payoff at the end of keeping those values and those principles, because um, a lot of colleges outside of Calvary the, in the secular realm um, will show them how to cut corners, how to manipulate, how to get ahead, but not with a long-term gain. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's for sure. And, you know, just to, you know, just to kind of piggyback on it, Mr. Holman, um, and, you know, I, I definitely agree with that because, you know, if I was a student and I was going to a, uh, I, how would I say, a Christian university, um, and I'm being taught, you know, how to love and serve and work with, you know, all people, regardless of, you know, regardless of their culture, background, you know, we're talking about, you know, diversity and inclusion, and they're in the business in the business department they're teaching them all these things they're teaching about leadership and how to you know how to be a good manager how to how to form relationships and 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 gain trust but then they're they're seeing a lot of dysfunction in which the in in which they're you know the institution that they're in they're seeing the dysfunction and it's like mm -hmm. How is it that one department or how is it that there are certain people that understand how we should behave regardless of, you know, the institution, how we should be behaving, but yet in an institution where we should know better, 
such as a Christian uh, or a uh, faith-based institution, we see the most dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And what that would do, sometimes that could drive away a believer. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just like driving away somebody from the church. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to church and you... You're you're wanting to form relationships and you want to be around other believers, but you're you are around some of the most unbelievable dysfunction that you've ever encountered. And you'll have some believers who really want to continue to um, enhance their faith and uh, continue to uh, enhance their walk with the Lord but they will not go into a church because of their previous experience. Yeah, and right. see, we have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah Jermaine, it's interesting that you say that because the two memory verses that I learned at a very young age in vacation Bible school, that it seems like even in the church, we've forgotten, right? Um, be kind one to another <laughs> and do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So whether it's a business or uh, an organization or a university, it it really doesn't matter what you say if that's not what you do. Amen. And that young person, that church member, that student sees the disconnect and then they don't buy anything else you say. That's right. There would be no buy-in. Yeah, yeah. And bad news, bad news carry just as fast as good news, if not faster. Yes. Yeah, it's I, unfortunate, I think, that within Christian organizations, often we consider, you know, other believers to be sort of family. And often we do not extend the same courtesy to families or the same professionalism we do to families, right? Family members as we absolutely. might do outside. And it's it's very unfortunate. But within the church, we should be extra vigilant, extra diligent to be, look, the scriptures say, do good to all men, especially those That's right. who are of the household of faith. That's like, right. That's where that's where it's hardest. That's where it's hard. Like, it's easy to work for a Christian organization and think, well, so if I don't do a great job, you know, they'll talk to me or, you know, whatever. But we're all Christians here. You know, no, no. You know, it's it's it's, you know, I, I you know, <laughs> reminded of a parable of Christ and, and that Christ gave the shrewd manager. He says, Sometimes the people of this world are more shrewd in their dealings and wise in their dealings with each other than than. Mm-hmm than uh the, the children of god and so i think it's it you're you're so right jerry because um ultimately what we can leave students with i mean it's it's really a dangerous thing for in christian organizations when we are not following uh values of integrity of respect of um of civil dialogue when we don't follow that within those students absolutely become disillusioned and say this is what the church is all about this is what Christianity is all about. It doesn't. People in the world do, do a better job at treating each other than this. See you later. Bye bye. Oh, oh and, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have oh, hit yeah. it right on the nose, Tim. You've hit it on the nose, and that's where we have to be very, very careful. Because you know, just like I said, you know, good and you know, good and bad news they travel, but sometimes bad news can travel faster than good news. And you may have somebody who's in the institution getting their getting their business degree and seeing all this dif- dysfunction. Okay, they're halfway in their uh, degree. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to transfer. So I'm going to go ahead and finish out my degree. 
But at the same time, I probably won't be back to get an advanced degree. I probably would let somebody else know, don't go to that institution. I probably right. will indicate that, you you know, uh, a lot of them are all talk, but their behaviors is totally different than what they preach. I would, you know, that's what we have mm -hmm. to be careful about because um, if we are not setting the example, and I and there's that word again, if we're not setting the example, then how can we have our students to trust us? Right. How can we have our students to trust us? How can we have their families to trust us? If we're an institution of just total dysfunction, but yet we're trying to make them into ethical, ethical behaving leaders, but yet we do not practice what we are teaching them. Yeah, you bet. I read an article just recently about Christians need to have a, a, a appropriate expectation when they go into the business world. And, you know, I my, my business hat, in a sense, has been in ministry in the church for, and it's the same thing there. Like Tim, like you were saying, we go to the church expecting everybody to be perfect. Well, right. yes, we are perfect in Christ's eyes, but we're still being perfected here in this world. And mm -hmm. same thing we run into the world. So we have to be honest about our expectations. Let's shift our attention a little bit here just to hit hit business the Christian in the business world from a different angle. Um, somebody who's already and imagine somebody who's already engaged in the business world, and either they're a person who's been rising through the management levels, and uh, now they're hitting a level where they're seeing a little bit more about the. And I don't know what words you'd use, but I, I'm coming out of my Air Force experience and others where you you sort of run into the real values, the hidden value, the inside values. And and that's where you start uh, running into, wow, these are not a biblical worldview. <laughs> They're mm -hmm. not fostering my faith. Uh, you know, I was in the military and the military has an imposed morality. The people are still people. They're still sinners at heart. And the higher you get, the more competitive it gets in, in the company. So what what should the Christian do then? Or maybe it, it'd be just a slightly different angle to the same thing, same question. They're in a company that is changing because mm. of the pressures in our culture. There's maybe higher up the board is now mandating the company go, let's use the word woke, whatever that would mean. Like our uh, student questioner was asking there that I read at the beginning how do you how do you respond as a Christian in in a, in a company where you start realizing, well, these are the real values or, boy, things are changing? Speak to them a little bit. I mean, every situation is unique and they need a good mentor. But. Mr. Holman. Well, that's that's a great, great question, Mike. Um, I mean, in my yeah, in my lifetime, I've experienced organizations like that. And I, I purposed early on in my 20s, um, and I shared this with Dr. Granados when we talked to his uh, business class last mm. year, um, some life truths that I'm going to hang on to. And one of them is that every choice has a consequence. And I extend that farther to my choices are going to have an eternal consequence. And I have to weigh the my belief system, not necessarily someone else's, but my belief system that I'm going to have to give an account for how I performed in my job. And did I follow God's 
principles and values in the performance of those duties, whatever that task was. Um, and it, it may come to a point where I have to say, I probably need to find another place to work. May not, or may have to be that instead of trying to get this higher position, I can be content to serve here, right? And store up treasure in heaven, which is, is counterculture for what the rest of society is telling us. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Hange? Yeah, boy, there, there, there's a lot to this question, Mike. So like, so it, it kind of depends on the type of brokenness. If we're talking about sort of the brokenness of being in a general a, a general secular uh, world that has, a, you know, a mindset morality that's apart from, you know, from from God, I, I would highly advise people to um, to look at the book of Daniel. Uh, mm. you, you talk about somebody who had to live, who succeeded mm. in a highly uh, anti-God environment, right? It, it, it would be Daniel in, in a highly secular environment whose values were very different from his. And yet we, we, we don't find Daniel often. Um, how did we, you know, you have to think Daniel had to make all sorts of decisions he was at he was at you know the highest tiers of of of, of leadership in the empire. Uh, I'm sure he had to make all sorts of decisions, be part of you know meetings that you know I'm sure were maybe the topic or subject matter made him cringe. And yet somehow uh, he relied, I think, entirely on God's wisdom. And we see this through his prayer three times a day. Right. right. We don't see a lot of example of Daniel overtly trying to change the, the secular culture. In fact, I don't think we see any of it. He, uh, in, in fact, I, I, there is a passage in Scripture about this exile period in Jeremiah 29 where it says, this is what the Lord God um, uh, of Israel says to all those who are in exile in Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens, eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give daughters in marriage so that they may too. Have sons and daughters increase in number there, do not decrease. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. He is talking about Babylon. Seek its peace and prosperity. Make Babylon a better place for you being there. And that passage is, where's that passage? Uh, Jeremiah tw uh, 29, 4 through uh, uh, 7, I believe. Okay. Yes. Um, and that is that we live right now, I think, in a in a in a culture very similar to that in terms of it's it's post-Christian. It's hostile to uh, to to the thoughts of God in, in, in many ways. But I don't think that we are necessarily called to be these active warriors to to, uh, to point out the symptomatic problems of a culture and the sin problems of a culture and change it from there somehow. Uh, no, we are called to be good examples. We're called in Matthew 28 to reach people with the gospel. And then you'll be surprised how much a lot of those issues fix themselves in a person's lives yeah. when when the Holy I mean, duh, when the Holy Spirit does his work. Right. Yeah. So, Tim, Tim, you were, you know, to, to tie what you said to Mike, Daniel is a great example of that because he does that for three different kings. Right. Different administrations, if you will. Right, right. And and he has to shift for each one 
but still it, God finds him faithful. Yeah. 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 Well, boy, I, I hate to stop us. We're, we're running out of our time here. This is the conversation we need to continue in some other venue. Mr. Holman, really appreciate you joining us today. Jerry, I want you to help us here at the end. Uh, Calvary University is going to host a conference uh, coming up in February, February 6th and 7th, 2023. And it's a business forum. Um, at this point, we, we aren't advertising sign up for it, but rather we're wanting to find people, business people, that are willing to uh, make a presentation about an issue that will help us uh, to be better Christian business people. Jerry, talk about the conference a little bit and what people could do and where to find the information about how to write the papers and all the rest. Absolutely. The conference is called Turning the Great Resignation uh, into the Great Retention. And we're looking for speakers who um, either they can be in leadership or in management or just have dealt with situations and, and, and created ideas on how to retain top talent within their organization. Because we know that in a lot of organizations, they experience turnover and some organizations have been experiencing turnovers, turnover for decades. And they're, you know, they're at this point where this has to stop. You know, we need to learn how to hold on to our top talent and and we need to train those who are coming into our organization to be um, very efficient and effective within the organization. And we need to be an organization that would uh, appreciate those who go above and beyond the call of duty um, <laughs> you know, when they're working in their institution. And so we're asking for individuals who would like to become a speaker to submit an abstract. I believe you have the link, um, Dr. Right. Dodds, uh, to submit an abstract. Talking to our listeners, it's right down at the bottom of the email there. Yes. A, a link to our website where you can get the information specifically. Go ahead, though. Absolutely. And we're asking them for an abstract, an abstract of their uh, topic of interest. It could be relationship building, communication, diversity and inclusion. Um, it could be business law and ethics. It could be, uh, um, it, I mean, when we're talking turnover and we're talking uh, uh, retention, it can be an umbrella of topics that relate to how to retain uh, individuals within your organization that you know that will help your organization go from um, higher levels of operations. So that's what we're looking for. And if you feel that you would be an asset or you could benefit from sharing what uh, you've experienced within your organization that can help someone who's really struggling in their organization to to uh, retain employees and make sure that there is job satisfaction. We would love to, for you to come in and share your views and share what you have, have experienced within your organization because you're going to have a lot of uh, individuals that's going to come to the to the uh, uh, conference, you're gonna have people that's gonna come to the conference that really wants to know. They're really gonna wanna know, what can I do to retain the talent that I have 
uh, without it being such a revolving door um, because organizations, they tend to lose money when there's, you know, constant turnover like that. And if it's been happening for decades, we know that something significant, deep rooted needs to change within the organization. <laughs> Great, and we wanna help that. Well, thank you all. And I'm speaking now to my host, co-host today, Mr. Holman, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule. Thanks Dr. Washington, Tim, and to our listeners to Calvary Conversations, join again next week for another enlightening conversation. Have a good week in the Lord. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Calvary Conversations, a service of Calvary University in Kansas City, Missouri. We invite you to participate in the conversation by contacting us through the Calvary University website, calvary.edu, or by calling us at 816-322-0110. Join us again next week for another Calvary Conversation.